0: Here we are. It is December tenth, Tuesday, December tenth, two thousand nineteen. We are coming up on the new year, everyone. It's very exciting stuff coming up on the new year. Um, Yeah, we're gonna keep this kind of brief in the beginning. I always say we're gonna keep it brief, but then it ends up being like like a twenty-minute long intro or something. But I'm gonna try because I have a couple things I want to get to here. So dates, carbon leaf dates coming up or dates that I have going on. Um, so I fly down to Richmond on the 12th for four shows at Rams head on stage in Annapolis, Maryland, uh, Friday night, two on Saturday and then a matinee on the 15th. And then, uh, then I go home and then I'm home for a day and then I fly back down. I probably should have just stayed the whole time, but just even getting that one day back home uh, to go see my nieces. <clears throat> she has an orchestral recital on that Tuesday, so I'm gonna I'm not going to miss that. But um, after that, only a couple more. Alexandria, Virginia, at the Birchmere, two nights, Thursday night, Friday night. Dan Mills is going to be opening Friday night, and he is also going to be opening at, in, uh, at the National in Richmond, Virginia. So, that... Is the last show of the year Isn't that crazy I feel like it was just I think like our first show of the year Was in I don't know Savannah Or somewhere But like I remember that show very vividly And that was the first show of the year And now we're at like the end And then it's like I do A few days after that until Christmas I get home on Sunday And then probably do all my shopping on Monday and Tuesday. (laughs) And then, uh, I don't know, I'm going to do some online stuff, but, uh, and then I am actually going to be playing with, um, a band called the gravel project who is based out of the Boston area on the 26th, the day after Christmas up in Boston. So that is at, uh, monotomy. It's M E N O T O M Y. Grill and Tavern. So it's like restaurant, kind of tavern-y thing, and um, they have original music. They're called The Gravel Project, and uh, play some covers. It's like funky stuff. A lot of really fun music. Andrew, uh, it's two brothers. It's Andrew and Jordan. So Andrew is uh, like kind of the band leader, guitarist, plays some killing guitar, and uh, also his brother Jordan plays the B3 organ kind of like an organ trio thing, and sometimes they have uh, a bass player sit in, or another guitar sit in, or or whatever, <clears throat> but I'll be doing that the day after Christmas, so if you're around that area, uh, around then, then come out, and then I'm doing, I've been doing these, these brunch gigs, these solo brunch gigs at Devlin's uh, Restaurant in Boston, so I'll be doing that on the 29th, and then the next year, I don't really know, I don't really know what's happening, I gotta figure... Figure that out. Carbon Leaf is going to be pretty busy in the early part of the year. Oh, another big one is I will be playing drums with Dan Mills. Oh, just almost broke something. Um, I'll be playing drums with Dan Mills for the Monty R.I. reunion show in Rhode Island. If you don't know who that is, it's because you didn't grow up in Rhode Island. Um, But they were a band back in the day. I think they kind of called it quits. Um, they're all best friends, but they kind of went their separate ways 10 years ago. Um, Steve Aiello plays bass for 30 Seconds to Mars. He's their lead singer. Um, you have known those guys forever. And they're doing a reunion show. And Gavin Castleton, Dan Mills with the band, and Monty are going to be playing at The Strand. Formerly Lupos. I don't know the name of it anymore. It's confusing. But doing that on the 4th trying to figure out what's going on. I will probably do another brunch thing on the 5th and then um and that's it. And then and then we do the road up to the rock boat tour, Durham, Charlestown, Atlanta, Orlando, Tampa, Boca Raton, and then the rock boat. And then I'll kind of leave it at that because there's a few things in February, but we don't have to mention that yet. Um On sale now, right now, I think as of, uh, I don't know what time this is going to be when I release this, but, uh, the sea leaf event, carbon leaf at the beach, kitty hawk, that is, uh, that is going to be, that is going to be really, 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 really fun. So go online. They're probably on, uh, on sale at carbonleaf.com. So, yeah, let's see. I'm trying to bring up the event. Carbon leaf. Sorry, everyone. Just bear with me for a second. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely on sale right now because it's supposed to go on sale today. Come on, dude. Load, man. Let's go. There it is. All right. August 21st and 22nd in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Um, It's the Sea Leaf event. It's going to be down by the beach. We're going to play some music. There's other artists just also featuring Liz. I don't know why we have to say featuring Carbon Leaf, obviously. But anyway, um, featuring Liz Longley, Freddie and Francine, Emma Hearn, Marie Miller. So that'll be really fun. Uh, tickets are on sale. Actually, here's a website for it. www.sealeaf.live Sealeaf.live So, I didn't know you could do other things than .com and .org or .gov or whatever, but .live, that's a thing. Moving on. Still, like, a little sick. Sorry about my, uh, the sound of my voice and nose and all that stuff. But, uh, Patreon... It's patreon.com slash after the gig right now. There's a special offer. If you sign up for any of the tiers, that's even the lowest one, which I just added, which is a $2 tier you get. It's a special offer. You get a sticker. You get an after the gig sticker. And if you are already signed up, if you're one of the 17 people that are already signed up on Patreon, the 17 best people in the entire world. Um, if you update your shipping information, I will send you something. And, uh, I will send you the sticker and, you know, maybe a little something else, maybe a little something extra. But if you sign up for that right now, up until I believe the 17th, then you get that at any tier level. And it's a great way for you to help me out and to support the podcast and do all that good stuff. It's been really, really great. Um, other than that, oh, and then if I reach a certain point per month, then um i will release an original song and a vid- a, a digital vid- of video of me playing said original song <clears throat> and um the proceeds for uh oh, i know carbon leaf has these bracelets i don't know if here they are i think it was yesterday that it had the 25 off Custom bracelet thing, but it's uh, <clears throat> let's see, it's through where your, Wear your music, and you can find it on, I believe, carbonleaf.com or the carbonleaf Facebook page. But we they take our our guitar strings and stuff, and they're guitar strings that have been played for shows, and you pay and they make a bracelet out of them, and the proceeds will go to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Which is, um, not all the proceeds. I think, uh, I don't know if it's all profits or so I don't quote me on that. I don't know for sure, but I know either a portion or all of it or something. I don't want to be misleading. Um, I'm sure it will tell you right on the site or right when you make your order or whatever. Um, But money from those purchases will go towards the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, which makes me very, very happy. Um, As you can probably tell from last episode, I have Crohn's disease. Um, So, a lot of people have been affected by that. I've gotten some nice emails uh, of people telling me about their experience with it after last week's episode. And, yeah, go check it out. And, I mean, it's a really cool thing. I actually might get one myself because... They're real guitar strings, and they, they make it so it doesn't, like, poke you. They make it look really nice, and they clean them up. And um, You can do pendants uh, if you're not a bracelet person. And if, uh, yeah, they have a couple things. So go on there and check it out, and um, you'll be supporting a good cause. Um, What else? What else? Hmm. 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 Yeah, that's it. So on this episode today, I am going to mess up his name bad. It's uh, a <laughs> unbelievable drummer, um, Blade. I know I got the first name right, but I'm going to I'm going to do the whole thing, Blade Guigny. But he's on the show. It was so nice to have this conversation with him, and we we did not know each other before this. He went to Berkeley. He came from the Dominican Republic. You know, got got a scholarship. And I mean, this guy, if you go on his social media on his, uh, if you're into music and and into like kind of, um, you know, just drummer videos and drummer stuff and watching great drummers play, you are going to want to follow this dude because he's, I mean, he just has such a smooth way of playing. He's like, on his way. He's like a master of the instrument. He's an educator, but he just has a really good vibe and he just knows how to do it. And, um, I'm trying to get on Instagram right now to see his, uh, see his following here. We talk a little bit about social media. Oh, there it is. So 21,600 people, 21.6 K. So that's a lot. He posts all kinds of videos of him just thrashing on the drums, and um, and yeah, we get into a little bit about Berkeley and what it means to go to Berkeley, his experience in when he was studying with Taryn Carrington and how she helped him, kind of how how the, his relationship with him with her propelled him forward and to be able to open some more doors for him, and we talk about. Your relationships and networking and being able to open doors and do things like that and how important that is while you're being a musician how even you know sometimes it's more important than playing or practicing um, but you need to be able to do both things at the same time so it was very interesting to hear him talk about that and also to just like see how a dude that is that good ticks but it, it's like the same it's just I don't know. He's just, he just works really, really hard at it. And, you know, obviously he has a natural talent. And when he grew up, he had all this great music in the house and it was just kind of a natural thing. And actually the fact that he was successful and playing and working and making a living in the Dominican Republic, and then just said, Hey, Berkeley is a dream. I'm going to do it and just kind of uproot himself and And do this whole thing. I mean, it's just, uh, it's really inspiring to hear, to hear someone just kind of get up and go from something that's comfortable and open themselves up to something new and completely different and be able to do well and succeed. And that just is a testament to how good he is and how hard he works. So, um, I am done. I'm done talking here. So I'm going to let him do the rest and, uh, please enjoy this episode with Blade.
1: Oh, I graduated in because I had two graduations. I I did a, I graduated from undergrad in 17. In 17? Yeah, 17. How Is old that are right? You? Yes, I'm 35. You're 35, okay. Yeah, cuz I I well, sorry, I'm 34. <laughs> I'm 35 next month. That's oh, okay. <laughs> I, a month from today, I mean January fourth. Yeah, January fourth. I'll be thirty-five. I, I don't know why I said thirty-five. I do the
0: same thing too. My yeah. birthday was in November, and I'm <laughs> I turned thirty-two, and I was yeah. like, I'm thirty-two. Like you know, it's just that I went
1: to college again. I went to college back home, then I went to college here, and I did uh, undergrad and masters here. Okay. Then I graduated from masters in 2018. Yeah, where's home? Uh, home is the Dominican Republic. Okay, that's where I'm from. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, you know, it's it was kind of crazy because for me, I always say this: it, you like already trying to make a living or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back home, playing, doing some different stuff, and then this uh, Berkeley opportunity shows up, and you know, I had to really. Uh, I was a little bit comfortable back home. I really did not want to move for certain financial reasons like hey, you know I'm I'm doing fine here blah 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 it's a risk yeah it's a risk but berkeley has been on like in the back of my mind since i was like 18 yeah and you know i was at the time i was 27 when the opportunity came around
0: like uh, an audition and i i really i was like no did the audition sh- just like randomly come up
1: no it's uh what happens is that every Four or five years since, I think since 2005. If I'm not, if I can recall, yeah. There's this piano player, and I don't know if you ever heard of him. His name is Michelle Camilo. Yep. And uh, he, uh, along with Berkeley, they started like the Michelle Camilo Scholarship.
0: Interesting. Is that different <laughs> from like the presidential one? It's
1: the- it's it's a presidential okay scholarship for for one student what happens is generally and and this this is when i come in so they they give this scholarship with everything you know it's presidential but at the same time always uh berkeley finds uh more talent mm. in, in you know in, in the contest and then they give away a couple more scholarships and um you know Usually, and I've seen this because that's what happens at Berkeley uh, when it comes to have like a completely full ride in in, in a presidential setting where you get everything paid yeah uh, age is a factor because you know the, the, at least from from the perspective I see it, they will be like, well, you know we can maybe we can give." this um, whole presidential thing to this kid because, you know, they don't even have a job. They don't know, you know, what it is like out there, whatever. Right. Maybe these older guys, you know, maybe we can give them certain level of scholarship and, you know, they will find a way. Figure it out. To figure it out, exactly. Yeah. It's. I don't think you give, like, a 17, 18-year-old kid, let's say, a partial scholarship and they're just going to figure out out of nowhere you know yeah especially when you don't have that experience of like just going around doing stuff yeah i've been always a hustler like yeah i mean find a way so that's what happens so i
0: because if you're like a little bit older i almost feel like if they give on the other side of the coin if they gave someone you know you're 35 someone like a full scholarship like that they're mm -hmm. less likely it's like a better investment Mm because they know that that 35 year old is going to be is going to work harder not necessarily in every case but yeah. is going to work harder than the 17 year old that ha- ne- hasn't really necessarily figured life out yet yeah or no one everyone's still figuring it out but <laughs> hasn't figured out how to you know work hard hustle do the whole thing mm-hmm.
1: but I don't know you know and and I actually had this conversation later on because uh, it was not easy I mean I I got a partial scholarship in that contest and I was able to move around, get some uh, extra money from the government in my country, just to be able to kind of get here and then feel if I was gonna stay or not. Uh, You know, it was a little challenging on the on the first year financially speaking, and I used to, you know, I remember that I would go to the scholarships office and say like, "Yo, I (laughs) I need more because, you know." And they said, Well, we're sorry, we, we gave you this, blah, we're blah, all blah. Out. Yeah, well yeah. And then I you know, I remember having a conversation with one of the guys there. I was like, But I've been here and I see how you guys give all this money to these kids and then sometimes most of them they waste it. Yeah, they waste it. And they they don't even know what they want. But I come here That's with what I mean. Yeah. I come here with a with a specific plan, blah, blah. Yeah. Rejected first time. Jeez. <laughs> but but I, I kept moving around so I, I what happened is like I, you know I, I was able to do my first semester then uh, I couldn't do the second right away because of the money mm-hmm. and then I'm in a you know student visa international I have all these risks all these limitations so in, in order for me to be able to stay legally in within the, the status I had to transfer to another school and what i did is like i i transferred to like one of those community colleges to to yeah. get a couple of those uh, liberal like ba- arts like credits or something yeah. like that so i can transfer them to berkeley you know while i figure out
0: which is even better yeah. you know it, it's, it's cheaper it's yeah. way cheaper and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it doesn't matter where you're getting those credits yeah. really yeah. um man that's interesting because oh that's such a bummer because when i was there it was like you know i was i was a Twenty-year-old kid. I I just transferred two years out of out of another college in Rhode Island. Uh Moved up here, and then I didn't have it figured out. I was one of those kids that was like playing, you know, had talent and stuff, but like didn't really have my Mm -hmm. my work ethic together at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't. It would have been crazy for them to give me any kind of like full scholarship or full ride, but. I had seen people that got the presidential scholarship that were just like fucking around and like oh, not tell me doing about anything. it. Yeah. And some of them I like weren't even really that good. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like I don't understand how this happened and, yeah. you know, it's kind of a weird system.
1: But but you know, the 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 thing also in in is I'm um, glad you mentioned this is you know, I come from a country where uh, a lot of things are still in development. So Like, thanks to the internet now and all the facility, people have a lot of access to the information, you know, from anywhere in the world. But Mm. before the YouTube thing, before you being able to download videos or whatever, you know, people had books and they had to, you know, take a photocopy from a book that such and such had. (laughs) But the thing is, like, when you see an opportunity like this, like for me, for example, you know, not having those resources down there, and then being able to do a little research before I came, you know, I was like, okay, you know, Berkeley, amazing, all these great teachers, musicians, um, network, but what am I gonna do there? So I started trying to connect the dots of, like, what am I doing here in, in the Dominican Republic, what's my passion, so I always been uh, someone interested in in the studio, the mm. sounds, because everything started for me being like a, a little bit of a gear gig. I, I would say like trying to get sounds, yeah. or these heads, how to tune these cymbals, these drums. Okay, now let's put some mics on it. Let's see. Yeah. You know, so I, that thing started for me and then I kinda built myself a little home studio and then I paid someone to do a little bit of acoustic thing and I ended up having like a, you know, kind of a semi-professional studio at home where I will work remotely for some artists in yeah. my country. And then I was like, when I see
0: the Berkeley opportunity, it's like... Was that your main your main gig back at home? Uh, no, that was one of, one, one of one of, one of, one many, of the, yeah. yeah.
1: I pretty much did the same thing playing uh, uh, live uh, teaching and and doing studio work. Mm-hmm. The studio work I you know I never was able to to like let's say reach the point where I was working all the time on it yeah. but it was starting to pick up when the Berkeley situation came in. And it's it, that's why I was like, man, should I just leave all this behind? But I, I remember being encouraged by friends. Like you always talk about Berkeley, pursue your dream, go out there and, yeah. and make it the best you can do. Just,
0: just leave, just do it. Probably would have been a regret if you yeah. didn't do it. Oh
1: man, yeah. And and, and then I'm looking at, at all these Berkeley things. Oh, then I see, MP&E, music production and engineering. Mm-hmm. You know, and I see. I also see. Uh, at the beginning, I wanted to do jazz composition as well because you know I'm so. Uh, freak with jazz fusion and stuff. Then when I came here, my my jazz composition thing changed a little bit. I didn't want to do it because because what I it was not what I expected. But MPNE definitely was something that I was gonna do. You wanted to do that? Yeah, sure. I wanted. That's the thing. I came here. Okay, you know, uh, I was 28 mm-hmm. when, when I got here. I was okay. I'm not gonna be my whole life. In school so let me figure out a plan where I'm gonna get all of this yeah done you know and then going back to that money thing uh, when the next year came by I was able to come back to school then I saw myself in the same situation in the second semester of that year and then I went back to then again and said, and listen I'm really trying yeah look I'm involved in this because when I go Grades to Berkeley good, I that. start I start playing with everybody mm-hmm. you know and I started trying to be yeah, Trying to be connected just want to with, be the guy yeah, and, and with the people with influence teachers with influence You know staff with influence people that will say like man, you gotta check this guy out. Yeah, you know stuff like that uh, It was like a you know sometimes Friends ask me like how did you do it man? you know how do you and sometimes for me it's kind of hard to explain because the only way I can say it is like a as a trying to trying to survive and, and to be in that or having that instant of, of, on like fight or flight you, 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 you gotta figure out you can't Man. just stay there because from where I come and, and the way my family raised me and all of that we had to earn everything you know mm-hmm. we had to really work hard for everything so for me it was like okay gotta figure this thing out yeah. next
0: would <laughs> next you say thing. would you say that like you know I, I remember when I was younger I used to I used to think like how how did this person get to where they are like how did you do it how did you do it like what you know and and some of it was like oh what gear are you using and 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 then the further and further you go and the more things you do the more you realize you just have to like pinpoint find a, a you know whatever your problem is find a solution and like get in there and do it. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of it is just doing things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um and and it's interesting that you bring this point because um, even uh, these days, you know, we all somehow post stuff, what we do yeah. playing, and and the new generation like the the, the 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 generation that was born with youtube or, or internet era whatever they all just come to you and say like hey how do you do that yeah. uh, how can i uh, how much time is going to take me blah 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 and i'm like well you know certainly we have an advantage today that the information like i say is a lot more accessible yeah but you still have to do the work yeah. so there's uh, there's not these shortcuts sure I can tell you this. Sure, because of all these advantages, a lot of other things, you can figure them out quicker, but there is something you can't skip. For example, I I always say this. If you, you know, we're drummers. You play, you can easily, if you practice X amount of hours every day, uh, effectively, and, and do the right thing, the material, blah, 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 and you're consistent, you will get uh, ability pretty quickly. Yeah. But there's no way to develop a sound without playing with people, without yeah. going to venues, without understanding the difference between playing a practice room versus playing a bar, versus playing in a church, versus playing in a stadium. Yep. All these venues will require you to play differently, for example. Yeah. And this this thing, I, I kind of learned it on, on the way as I was playing, but I was not necessarily conscious about all of that. It was yeah. just the experience, the experience. Yeah. And nowadays, people ask me, like, man, how do you... And I'm like... You just got to go out there and I, do it, man. I, I, I've been playing, like, 20 years, man. <laughs> yeah. what, what can I say? And, and,
0: it's and, like I can't tell you one thing that is going to give you 20 years of experience exactly. and, and stuff. You know. I think it was...
1: Let me see. It was probably this year or, or last year. I don't remember. But I went to this concert. And, 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 and this <clears throat> brings me back to, to that same part. So while I was doing my master's, um, you know, the master was in, uh, in the Global Jazz Institute with all these crazy teachers, Sterling, Carrington, John Peritucci, yeah. Danilo Perez, was just going.
0: Was just going to get your master's just kind of the next, next step like because not every musician goes and gets their master's actually no actually no more of like just continue the networking thing and to get to the higher levels of musicianship
1: these these uh the the masters was really uh kind of a surprise I, i look i'll explain why so uh so far, I think Berkeley has been doing it for five years now. The the yeah. masters in Boston.
0: I remember it was it was pretty new when I when mm-hmm. I was there. So
1: I'm part of the pro the third yeah the third generation of the masters in Boston mm-hmm. in the global. So I was doing undergrad, or I was applying for undergrad in global. Yeah, I was applying for undergrad. You know, because they they had like a concentration undergrad in global yeah. jazz institute, uh, so I remember the, the first time I didn't even uh, get an audition. Mm-hmm. They, I sent my my music and they nothing. Really? Yeah. It's it's fine. It's uh, that's uh, things they work around like that, you know, because yeah. sometimes there's a lot of applicants. Sometimes they're more focused in certain people, blah, blah. But then
0: I feel like a lot of times it's a test, too. It's yeah. like, all right, let's see what we can what curveball we can throw this person and see if they keep coming back.
1: Yeah. So what happened is like later I started studying uh, with Terilyn Carrington and she was like, so how come how come you're not in global? mm you know, she saw me playing, and we talked. Well, you know, I I apply once, but they didn't even. She said, I'll play "I apply again. I'll I'll give you a recommendation." So she she teaches there, and 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 I think
0: that's a big uh, deal.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal, and 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 her voice is you know strong because yeah. she's a strong player. So then I get audition and I get in, um, and when I got in Global, so at the same time the the first master uh, started so I, you know I was able to see and then on the back of my mind I was okay well I'm here on the undergrad so I should apply for these masters because the thing of of the masters is this it's it's a year masters mm-hmm. and it's not it, too, yeah. it's 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 a full ride if you get in because it's only twenty people from all over the world they pick. wow only twenty and so it's highly competitive you right. know so I try to learn as much as I could uh, about the, f- the philosophy of the ins- the Institute and, and, and kind of earn a place, earn, earn a spot, and, you know, I was able to get in, and uh, I remember for the Masters, uh, she even get, uh, Lynn gave me a bigger recommendation. She was like, yeah, this guy is into it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and I'm eternally grateful to that. So, what I was saying is, then I get into this uh, masters, and you know, the, it's it's a really unconventional uh, way of teaching because it's not very academical anymore. What I what I like about global is <clears throat> that these guys come from you know playing the gigs, yeah, and the way they teach you, the way we play. It's like it's it's probably the closest experience to do it out there, because they they have like really unorthodox ways of, of teaching. Like you know, <clears throat> they won't talk to you about scales or chops or blah blah. It's just reactions, listening, instincts. In, in, yeah, instincts. Uh, interactions. It was a great year. So I, I mentioned the masters because. I, like I said earlier i I go to this concert <clears throat> where Terry and John Petitucci, yeah. they're playing with with this other guy who's a piano player he's not that uh well known but he he made an album and they all record recorded in that album and then uh he he, he kind of played this concert on in uh, scholars as an album release. I wanted to go and check it out just because Terry and and John were playing, you know, and you know, the guy, he he was cool, but you can tell when you see, even that he was the the main guy, everybody was just paying attention to what was going on between Terry and John. It was Mm. They were like so locked in and it sounded great. So at the end of the concert, I go and talk to him like, you know they're my teachers, and I'm like looking at what they do, and I asked both of them the same question. I mean, they're they're together, and I was like, Terry, how come you know I come and see this show, and I, you know, I see a lot of shows, I see a lot of people playing, I'm always feeding myself, mm-hmm. but what I felt with you guys, that sound, and, and, and you know, and and. I asked her, like, what's the difference between what you guys are doing versus what, you know, the more, let's say, current and modern guys that are at the top right now and the, in the, and jazz the jazz scene? Jazz scene. Yeah, and they, they, they're great, but they don't sound like that. Yeah. What's up with that? And she answered very simply. She said, they just haven't done it enough. That's it.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You need to understand that. I mean, you can't skip playing six nights a week with the best musicians of the world. Yeah. Because, I mean, it has changed a lot these days, but that was the school back then. Like, you know, people people just get gigs and go yeah. to sessions. And and, and and don't get me wrong, we have the technology today, but at the same time, I, th- I feel like w- we are trying to replace that with technology and i think that's um replaceable because the what's happening on the internet is a perception mm-hmm. and, and it's cool don't get me wrong i'm, I'm using my socials crazy like promoting yeah. my plane as much as i can but it's, it's very easy to fall in in certain trap and and, and try to use or try to everything you play or everything you do look at it as as okay this is what I'm playing so I'm just gonna post it and that's it yeah. like like now i met students that they would say like man I'm just I just wanna get my stuff together my plane, so I can post my covers and then get my endorsements and then I'm cool and I'm like say so what? <laughs> what? you know and but everything kind of works uh, uh, like uh, so. It's, really, it's,
0: really, there's no replacement for yeah, the, the, the hard work the, and, there's no replacement, and being good. But,
1: but check this out. Like it's everything kind of comes like again, like first uh, full uh, circle. Yeah. Because uh, we are so focused now on what's happening in technology that we are starting to miss. Again, yeah. the the full experience, mm-hmm. you
0: know, because it's, it's really it's really easy to get distracted. Oh yeah, by either going and and seeing a show where there's a lot of um, you know synthesized parts, there's lots of tracks being played yeah, behind yeah. people. There's a lot of videos out there that are just highly produced and highly edited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. and it's just you know when you go on and you're learning how to play an instrument or learning how to do anything really having the foundation, learning the vocabulary, knowing the history, as well as going out there and being in the scene and uh, meeting the people. Like the reason why you got into the global is not only because you're a great player, is because you knew Terry Lynn Carrington, Terry Lynn Carrington is like they're gonna take her word for it. It's yeah, like yeah. this dude is has got it. You know, yeah, he deserves I, to be here. Yeah
1: and, and- and for example, like I, I remember one day being on a private lesson uh, because you get private lessons with, with all the guest artists. So imagine me having my first private lesson with John Patitucci. Mm. And okay, great, he's a great player, but to me, it was even bigger than that. I'll explain why. So my all-time favorite band when I was growing up was the Chick Corea Electric Band. Oh yeah. So he's playing bass there. Yeah. And then I'm sitting with him the next in the same room, and the first thing I told him like, "Listen, I don't want to sound like a (laughs) fanboy, but you're one of my heroes." It's amazing. You know, like, he's
0: like, "I don't hear this enough. Keep talking."
1: (laughs) And then you know, and he was like, "I." Of course, I I ask a lot of things to these guys. I remember asking him like, John, so how do you, how do you, a lot of people ask you like, how do you make it? How do you make? But honestly, like, talk to me about your career. And he told me something that sticks to me to this day, mm-hmm. and I know that. J- Coming back to technology, the information is so all it's it's so available right now to everybody in in we can see everything from the computer that we don't necessarily have to go to smalls in New York or, or you know, any other club, right. uh, which is I don't know if it's an advantage in, in that sense. But I remember him saying, you know, I sure I made a career, but my drive and my passion was you know, I like the bass, I love the bass, and I wanted to play with my heroes. I wasn't thinking about money, f- finances, yeah. or anything, I was so focused on that, that I just got as, you know, I practiced my butt off as much as I could, and then I started playing, and connecting, and you know, with people. And then the money comes after Yeah, And then, yeah, because, you know, sometimes we can't even be more worried about, okay, we have to do the networking, let's say, and 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 to hustle for the money, blah, blah. But do you have your shit together? Mm-hmm. Can you play? Can you get into a situation? Can you walk into a room and know that you're the yeah. baddest guy in yeah. there? You know? Man, like, uh, it was a couple of days ago. Um, I, I got a call from a friend. Uh, Last-minute call. He called me on a night, and he said, like, man, I'm desperately looking for a sub. mm mm-hmm. In this uh, musical situation, in it's musical theater, okay. So you have to read a lot. Yep. And I didn't have time to rehearse or anything. I, I was just looking at the chart and, uh, and listening to the music, blah blah, and you know, getting the work done. And but you had but you had some time yeah, to I, listen
0: and yeah, and have the charts. Yeah, yeah.
1: But but that's the thing. For example, let's say that's a skill set
0: mm-hmm.
1: that. You know, it's it's up for debate when, and when students ask you, like, oh, do you think that as a drummer I should play uh, such and such style, or should I be able to read, should I be able to blah, blah, blah? And then I tell them, so, okay, what's your goal? What are you trying to do? Right. So, do you... Th- it's your dream to play in the biggest rock band, let's say, and just do that. Well, you need at least this thing. Right. Do you want to do uh, session work? Well, you need to know these things. Right. Uh, do you want to do last minute situations? Oh well, you have to read.
0: Yeah. You, you have know, to like read,
1: yeah. all these kind of things. It's up to you. You know, I generally consider that these days, uh, because of so much. Uh, Variety in the industry and us being hurt with the art we create. Yeah, and not being uh, paid necessarily In a fair way, Mm -hmm. we have to diversify the skills, you know You gotta be able to play you gotta be able to teach you gotta be able to arrange to produce or whatever. Yeah, but again No matter what you select or want to do You gotta do your research. You gotta do your homework. Like I I've been teaching uh, drums since I can remember <laughs> back home but I, I like to explain things I like to break down stuff I like to inspire other guys and uh, and I also when I when I first started uh, uh, playing drums I had someone who cared about me and and he said like hey man uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you like the basics I just... I just want you to do the same with some other people in, in, in the future. That's cool. You know, so for me teaching, it's more than a paycheck. It's it's more of a yeah. passion thing. Sure, sometimes... Passing the torch, yeah, inspiring. Yeah. Sometimes I, I get frustrated with students, not because of lack of talent, but because of negligence sometimes in and in, in watching people... Uh, being able to pay for example for yeah. lessons when I was not able to pay for lessons, you know,
0: and that, I Oh, that's what okay You know I, like I think about this I, I But does that tie into like say if if the kid or, or whoever it is isn't practicing Well, not, not necessarily. It's,
1: it's you know, it's it's a it can be a lot of different things because what I learned uh, down the road is like well, you have to assess everybody's goals. Like, not everybody wants to be the next Dave Wakel. so you need to understand yeah. that. Not everybody, you know, you, you, you gotta find what's their interest, why they wanna play music, mm-hmm. and then kind of assess that. What I, you know, what frustrates me sometimes is, you know, after going through this whole process of assessing your goals and you and I agreeing on something and start working on it, you know, and knowing that parents make sacrifices for the kids to go yeah. and study something, then they just waste it sometimes. Yeah, and I take it back to myself. Like when I was a kid, I wasn't able to afford that. Right. And but I took a pair of sticks and I was like, "Let me, yeah, let me do it. Let me." Were your parents you
0: know, musicians or any your family anyone?
1: No, but the thing. And, and this is interesting, uh, and and that's why my dad is among the my heroes okay. as musicians. Why I say this because nice. he exposed me to a lot of music since I was a kid. Okay, he's not a musician, but he is the guy who will be in every single jazz concert in he's my his country. He's a music lover, loves it, and his discography is just killer. Yes, yeah. and I, when I was like three years old, four years old, you know, most most of the kids in in, in my neighborhood they wanted to listen to this thing. And I asked my dad for his records, like, no, 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 I just want to listen to, I remember uh, the Dominican Republic uh, Symphony Orchestra, mm. and I wanted to to listen to Juan Luis Guerra, who's was one of the biggest artists uh, of Latin American music in, in the world, and he's from my country. You know, I since I was a little kid, I was influenced with a lot of music that later I started playing, but I didn't know names or anything. Okay. I knew, like... Probably like the name of the singer, like Juan Luis Guerra, stuff like that. But I didn't know anything about musicians, you know. Mm -hmm. But music always kind of played a big role in uh, on on me, like growing up. You know, there was a moment I was trying to watch um, MTV videos. Oh yeah, and try to sing. The best. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I tried to to imitate the singers. For some reason, I. I try to be involved in music all the time. And trust me, when I was, uh, let's say, a teenager, I was still not thinking that I was going to be a musician at all. You know, I'm like everybody going to high school and then uh, thinking about some kind of tech career, blah, 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 until there was an era where I'm starting to listen to a lot of uh, rock in Spanish. And then the common... Uh, The denominator in VROG is either drums or guitar. So, you know, I wanted to play guitar. I was like, yeah, I wanna learn guitar, blah, blah. Then a friend connected me to another friend and he started teaching me guitar when I was uh, 15. And and that's the same guy who later started uh, teaching me drums. Hmm. Because the funny thing is I'm playing guitar, but I have a pair of sticks and I'm playing to records all the time uh, on my mom's bed. Yeah. You so know. it's
0: like this thing that you—it's—it's it's just happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening unconsciously. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, one day you're like, "What the? F- I, yeah. I'm a drummer."
1: Yeah, and I <laughs> didn't even think. For, see, I'm playing guitar, and I wanted to, you know,
0: learn every Santana solo back then, and be you know, that's so funny you say that because I used to when I was learning how to play guitar, I used to play like Black Magic Woman and yeah. trying to learn all the guitar. Yeah, that's, no, and, I love and, that sound. And and. uh <clears throat>
1: and the the funny thing uh, and and i've said this before is you know i uh, during that time was yeah about that time was when he came out with that uh, supernatural album oh,
0: yeah. so um which that was i mean that was like one of the biggest uh, smooth was like one of the yeah, biggest songs the, ever the
1: second song uh, as uh, as far as i, I think is the second um, best uh yeah. sell it's song like like, like of all time yeah. or something yeah it's crazy so you know i'm playing guitar and i'm taking guitar lessons and i'm learning you know and and that has served me a lot as a musician but it's I'm also playing, helping your coordination I, i'm playing drums naturally yeah just just hitting things yeah but the moment the, the the moment was we 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 go and play this uh anniversary service in, in a church that i i was going and uh, I was playing guitar, and my guitar teacher was playing the drums. He, okay. He's mainly a drummer, and I've never seen him playing drums. You've never okay. seen it? No, I, I just knew the legend, you know, <laughs> okay. but I never see him. Okay. <laughs> so I got my first chance to see him when he played, and I'm playing the guitar. I'm, playing, I'm paying more attention to what he's doing to what I'm doing. And when I saw him playing, that was it. Yeah. Two things happened, I was like, okay, I'm putting down the guitar i'm going there and this is what i'm doing for the rest of my life oh. i remember saying that yeah well. like it, it i can say it's it, it, you know it might, it might sound a little like uh corny i don't know or whatever it's but, not corny at but, all but, but it's really but not it's like we connected the drums and i and i was like this is it like yeah and i've been like looking for you <laughs> <laughs> and i found you yeah i found you but without knowing because yeah. you know you're always kind of searching for for this thing you know some people are born with or they develop this kind of mentality or you know i'm going to be this or that but some people like me for example they they want to take risks and 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 go mm-hmm. for their passion no matter what
0: yeah like well i think someone like you can do that because you're willing to put in the work and the hustle yeah because exactly. if you're not and yeah. you question yourself and yeah. you don't just go forward you know full yeah. steam ahead it it's bad times. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, if you watch, for example, um, you—I'm sure you do this too. Uh, I always do research about the the history of my heroes, like mm-hmm. you know how they made it to the industry and what's their story. And when I've been fortunate to meet some of them in person and ask a couple of questions, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's funny when they sometimes they're even 70 years old or more and they say, "Yeah, man, I uh, I'm still figuring it out and and this is a journey." Yeah. When I learned the term journey and how the how that aligns with with what I do, then I think instantly I became like so so happy about everything because I felt like it's not about doing something and arriving Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it's about like getting yourself into this journey and just doing it for the rest of your life and 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 learning about yourself learning about others and and just growing 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 and searching and i think when you when you do that there's always that passion uh like uh Setting up that fire inside of you and, and, and you'll be all the time looking for more. What's the next thing? Yeah. Okay, nice. I like yeah. this. But you're you're like never satisfied but in a good way. Yeah. Not not in a bad way. Not not like f- frustrated, like, hey man, see I, I just saw that video, this guy, he can play that lick and I can't. Yeah. It's it's not about that. Yeah. It, for the listeners, it's not about that. <laughs> it's 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 more about um looking for for you know to to grow more on on what you do and uh, as the years go by the more you play the more you get with people the more you keep pursuing your dreams you discover that music is how do i put it it's way beyond what we think when we first start Mm -hmm. you know we we when we first start it's just okay how do i Get this together, yeah. And then when you got, when you have it together, and when you can play, and you, then you realize that it's just about well, feelings, can, connections,
0: communication, exactly. Yeah. And when, when your body can do what your mind is telling it to do and to communicate, like if someone you know yeah. plays something on the piano and you can speak back to them or or, or whatever, you know.
1: And that's why I say <clears throat> there are certain things you will not. Uh, be able to skip right like mm-hmm. like I said, well, maybe you got a method to help me to figure out some things faster but There are a lot of things that I will have to realize by myself with the experience. Yeah, and that's something You cannot keep and yeah. that's where I'm trying to sort of uh, uh, Immerse myself yeah. like like my searching these days as I practice and as I develop more, it's not even about, man, how do I figure this thing out? I'm actually trying to, every time I sit now, uh, when I'm not doing something like really structured, like, okay, I want to learn this material, I sit and play. Yeah. Just t- sometimes turn on the cameras and just play. Yeah. And some, some of that I just post it. Sometimes uh, other drummers ask me like, "Man, what are you doing? What are you doing? Double strokes, combinations with uh, flams, and and I was, I go like, like well, I don't, I, I don't know. Let me let me check. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was doing this thing. Okay, I'm able to kind of, uh, you know, look at what I do and then explain. But
0: hopefully, when I'm playing, I'm not doing that. Well, you look right because <laughs> <'cause> you <laughs> don't want to think about it while you're doing because because then, yeah. then it's already you already yeah. failed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you? ever go back and watch your videos of yourself playing when someone's not asking you yeah. to but like and go back and be like okay I'm having a certain tendency here mm-hmm. let's try to break this let's go and and you know yeah. seek something else out
1: well you know of course I one of the things I learned very early uh, w- when I started practicing I, I used to tape myself with a tape recorder yeah. and listen back I, I always record myself to kind of uh, learn how to shape my sound and learn how to translate my sound correctly. Like, okay, what what I have in my head is the same thing I play and record. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and that's and, a, that's an interesting point because a lot of times you'll sit down and play, and you know you'll hear it a certain way, and then you'll hear it back and be like, whoa, that that's yeah. completely different that than what I thought yeah. I was hearing.
1: Yeah. yeah, and and having that control of you on, on your plane, it's important. Yeah, I, I feel because the more control you have uh, of the things you can do, then the less you have to worry about them. Yeah, at the same time, you can just
0: play. Yeah. So yes, it's I, like trying to change lanes without looking in your mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> that too, and I see a lot of that here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, That's I funny. I um, definitely uh, listen a lot of the things I do, and mm. in uh, you know, I th- these <clears throat> past days I've been like a little bit uh, inspired, and you know, hearing other interviews and, and people talking about this uh, uh, social media thing when we're having this highly produced. And super edited videos where you can do whatever you want you or you can manipulate things or sometimes you're recording something and you have to do 30 takes until you get that one you want to post yeah and then I was like sure that's not necessarily bad but at the same time depending on how you do it it can send the wrong message message And what I mean by this is like, okay, you were able to do that killing thing, but are you able to do it under pressure? Like people right there next to you in one take? Because, sure, you know, I'm in in certain ways, I'm a perfectionist. I try to be as, as good as I can. But lately, what I've been trying is to just let things flow and worry more about telling a story and, and 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 playing something that hopefully can impact you uh, emotionally yeah. you know as opposed to just playing just, licks yeah playing
0: a lot of licks and show you how fast i can do it yeah but you even know even like guitar players and stuff yeah i like it when guitar players play more lyrically and less yeah. and less like just you know all right you're playing this riff that you learned and you just do over and over again and drums are the same way like to kind of get into your social media stuff i guess um i really there's a lot of there's a lot of instagram drummers or youtube drummers and that post a lot of stuff um the thing that i think makes you different is exactly what you're talking about how like the flow and and just how smooth it is Mm -hmm. like it's obviously very technical and very Like, you know, you can tell that you got your shit completely together, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like, it's really smooth and very, and very like has a lot of feel to it, which is very different from other players that I see on there where it's all about how they produce their sound. And some of it is like. Ultra compressed and ultra, mm-hmm. you know almost sounds quantized at some points and I don't want to like Accuse I, I, anyone no. of anything, but <laughs>
1: and they think you can't hear it. but you can you I'm can a, totally hear I'm, it. I'm
0: an engineer So I, I can hear it. Oh, dude. I mean there's one there's one dude in particular that He'll post videos of him doing doing stuff and I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's he's all all good, but then he he'll post stuff of his um, of him actually playing drums, mm-hmm. and it's so compressed, and it just doesn't sound real. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, I, the, how do you not hear how this sounds? It just sounds so choked. Like the life is choked out of it." But yeah, how did you get into like, like your your social media following is mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> like,
1: well, you, you know,
0: wonder that's all start. Well, again,
1: see, and, and this is a uh, uh, it's it's. Uh, interesting, you you talk about the following because um, I've noticed, and, and and this is so twisted. What I'm going to say, I don't understand. Since when things got flipped? Now, whatever is trending is whatever is crap.
0: Most yeah. of the time, are you talking and, about just music and, and, uh, in, in,
1: in 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 general? Like,
0: yeah.
1: What I, you know, let's say, my let's talk about my followers. Might be, you know, it's a decent number, but you have to see the crap out there with a oh, million, hundreds and thousands of yeah. followers, and 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 I'm okay with that because I learned this. So first of all, you you know what you do, you don't need validation from anybody. That's the first thing. Right. And in in you, if you're looking to do something cool, um, you might have a lot of. Uh, uh, a hard time when you're trying to do quality stuff because not everybody gets quality, mm-hmm. and
0: and I understood that through the years as well. And I'm getting the vibe I, that you're trying to you're trying you want to build it even yeah, higher. You y- want it higher.
1: Yeah, and and <clears throat> it's cool that uh, um, to have that and 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 the the main purpose hopefully for me is one of them. Uh, one of them is. Um, to promote myself, promote my plan, promote what I do, connect with people, Mm -hmm. inspire other younger musicians that are coming up, but definitely not like my end game. Like, a lot of people want to base their career in social media, I I don't really want to do that. (laughs) Hopefully, I, you know, like I always say uh, to other people, I'm really open to uh, situations where I can play with big artists and and do all kinds of musical situations But my end goal really is make my own thing big like mm-hmm. my band my music my original stuff. What is I'm working your on that?
0: So? Now that you're talking about your your own thing. Yeah, what is um, Is it jazz Is it fusion is, you know combos well, of, of all other stuff? It's,
1: uh, right now, it's it's a couple of different things uh, because You know these days uh, one of the other problems i find with the whole music industry is the labels like okay this is straight ahead jazz this is fusion this is contemporary this is rock this is pop and and it's kind of crazy sometimes i want you to
0: fall into a box i
1: I understand i understand that people want to have uh
0: you know like labels for things to be able to identify my band like They they have been labeled as like kind of like a rock alternative rock back in the early 2000s and stuff like that But now that everyone the fans are a little bit older the guys are a little bit older They want to try to kind of float into the Americana Mm -hmm. uh, Genre a bit, but the Americana scene and the people that kind of run that world They want you to be Americana like they don't want you to come from anywhere else. They want you to be this exact thing yeah. If You are just a little bit outside and a little bit weird to them yeah. They will not hire you for their festivals. They will not hire you for your. Th- you have to be pinpoint in that thing which I think is ridiculous uh, What mm. I'm trying to do is just to to
1: play safe on the labels I like to call my stuff contemporary jazz because yeah. the contemporary word allows you to bring elements from different styles yeah. and still keep it jazzy. Yeah. Sometimes I like a Contemporary to, is a nice yeah, sounding word. Yeah, People like it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I like to hit hard. Sometimes okay. I like to hit softer. You know, sometimes I like using uh <clears throat> completely like jazz kids like on 12 14 and 18 oh, yeah. but sometimes i I use a uh, uh, most of the time is is my 20 inch kick uh, 10 uh, tom and in 16 floor tom mm-hmm. and to kind of medium low for fat sounds you know I always keep changing stuff according to to how I hear yeah. things and hopefully uh hopefully my album Finally, will be released in January. (laughs) In January, Uh, yeah, next next month. Uh, We're working hard, very hard, on having it together. And um, who's in your band? Who's playing on? It's a different different dudes
0: for each song.
1: That uh, that uh, went uh, to school with me. And um, and, uh, let me see, it's it's a lot of people because. The album is based on three different uh, sessions I did. So there was a session that I did for fun, and I I wasn't planning to include that on the album, but then it made sense to put it. Then I did a second session and then a third. And all the three sessions had different musicians. So you'll see them listed. But uh, there's a couple of guys from Australia. There's a couple of guys from my country. There's a couple of American guys, too. And uh, I'm excited because uh, I'm making this available... Uh pretty much I think most of the songs are almost all the songs will will have a uh, uh, play alongs as well so people oh, that's can great. Uh, purchase and, and and be able to play my music with other drums uh talking that's about that That's interesting
0: uh, a drummer releasing an album without drums <laughs> Yeah uh, just for play along Yeah
1: just for play along that's cool But uh but going back to that uh, uh social media uh, uh following and um I've been through that uh, process and I'm still on it in in a constant battle of, of trying to, to stay, um, like, uh, consistent, but it's like looking at it as a game. Hey, it, it's a game, you know, if this video didn't do as well as you were expecting, cool, that yeah. doesn't say anything, and uh, still, like, it's not... Uh, You know, numbers these days can be really uh, altered. You know, you can buy followers or likes
0: or or views or do fake stuff. So, it's really not... I I promoted a picture of mine the other day, and it got an embarrassingly high amount of likes, which is just so not... And it's because I think I pinpointed, like, someplace in Brazil or something, and then it it just... Skyrocket like I usually I don't usually have that that many like maybe a couple hundred but yeah, then yeah, it was yeah. like two thousand I'm like this looks so weird yeah you yeah. know but I don't know you and, can totally buy them
1: and, and and you know it's in in you know I got nothing wrong like I I don't think it's wrong to to do pay promotions or anything like that you know anything you need to do to promote your brand mm. but I I just try to I, I don't know how to explain it it's just like When I started playing, uh, YouTube was not yet there. Like, I remember, I I posted my first YouTube video, I don't know, when it just came out, and and it was like a pretty bad camera in my room, just playing to a set of old drums. And that wasn't a thing. And then, you know, all these... It's so over-saturated right now, and everybody wants to do the same thing. So I was like, okay if everybody wants to do the same thing, how can I keep myself unique? Do something different. Okay, first thing, you are unique already (laughs) because there's not two people like you. But I see and I approve and I applaud that most of musicians online, they, they follow certain guidelines or certain methods to become famous quickly. Yeah. Cool. But, for example, and, 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 and this is what I go, if I'm going to do a drum cover, let's say, or a drum lesson, or, you know, those things, I haven't done a lot of that, I'm trying to do a little more, but every time I see to kind of analyze what I'm going to do, I try to research, because I don't want to do something just to please people. Right. If I don't like it. Like, it I'm, has to be artistic and I original for you. I am not going to play, uh, for example let's say, uh, Ariana Grande is like amazing singer, but let's say I'm not going to do a cover of a song of hers unless I like it. I I don't care how many, I yeah. don't care. And, and I, I applaud. like I said, if you want to do it, that's cool. But yeah. most of the times when I want to do a cover or a transcription that I don't do either, and I'm trying to do more of that too, two things have to be in place. Uh, I have to like it first thing, and and in the in in the case of transcriptions or or, or covers, it has to challenge me on something that I want to learn. And challenge yeah. doesn't mean something technically necessarily super difficult. It just needs like, to
0: be something that you is hard for you. Yeah, like for example, if. He, if you want
1: to make a groove sound like really smooth, and yeah, yeah. and that song has it, and you kind of want to do it just to, yeah, that I'll do. Yeah, but you know, and that's why probably I don't have more followers than what I have right now because yeah. But
0: you do what you do well, but well, except the people that are around to listen to you, that's worth more than grabbing some some fake number
1: well and, and, ch- and check this out and i say this like really proudly uh because uh, i mean it has taken me some time to also learn how to how to like uh believe in uh, what i do in, in and <clears throat> kind of kind of uh own yeah, that's the yeah, word yeah. own what i do But most of the comments I see, like positive comments on people, is like, "Man, your playing is so tasty. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your dynamics are on point. Like it, you flow." But how do I do that? You know. And then some of those comments, believe it or not, are good for me. Not because I need them for, like, oh, for validation. But their perception actually makes me look into what I do and to analyze myself, so I can then explain. Okay. For example sometimes you know oh man I, I feel like you're doing this then I go and watch that video and I'm like oh maybe this this could be a nice topic mm. for a lesson
0: yeah and and um, yeah, it's like they're feeding you yeah yeah,
1: yeah. so you know this past couple of days I've been doing a list because I picked up again on my uh, YouTube channel to try to post more often do cooler stuff and you know I'm, I'm doing research on all the things I know all the things I've studied uh, to to teach and talk about them and then doing research on youtube finding like oh is this already out there or how can i do it differently and i was at some point i was like really frustrated because i was like man why do i have to learn something to teach it and then something came up to me it's like man you don't need to do that what you have to do is to learn how to break yourself down like what you do yeah because what people usually is asking you is to explain what you do they're not so you don't you don't have to go there and, and learn certain topic just to post the video no 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 right and now I'm in the inner searching thing trying to understand and, and, and analyze a little bit more how can I uh, articulate what I do for people that uh, are not at that
0: level. Yeah, I mean, just like from what you do and watching a video, mm-hmm. just knowing, just someone having like even a transcription of the rights and lefts and whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, I'm surprised. I, I do have anything that's like behind a paywall that some of these drummers do, like the 8020 drummer and like um, wh- whoever, where mm-hmm. you can go on Patreon and get lessons. And, and I, I like still
1: that. don't have a Patreon. I, I, I'm considering it too, but the thing is, and 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 this is why I've been doing this kind of uh, research. When you see all these things mm-hmm. already happening, and everybody is in every platform doing the same thing, right? So, you know, I'm trying to. Okay, first step, like everybody says, just just put just do something. Don't don't stay. Ten years thinking about it, because like, yeah. yeah. because once
0: you've done that, yeah. it's
1: already passed yeah. by. But then, like, how <laughs> how I, how can I shape what I'm doing in a way that I find my own niche? You know what I mean. Mm. And and people kind of engage with that, and they get what they get. And uh, and that's where I see the advantage of of, of uh, social media building up a name for yourself. It's great. Yeah, you just have to. Keep yourself grounded yeah. and and uh, and and having your goals like really clear and to me, honest, and this is just me. I don't want to be the rest of my life playing music, let's say, but just in a room. Yeah, not having contact with people. To me, that's important. And 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 uh, the way you sometimes you might see that things. They come out naturally on those videos you see, because I like the studio work, like I said. And again, come back to the same thing I said at the beginning. I've been doing it like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, you know, don't don't think that that's just gonna happen. It doesn't just happen. And not only 20 years, but. It's it's like how do you feed yourself? But years, but years of your dad showing you yeah, this amazing the music. music and listening to the music and and going that to concerts playing that does that that plays a, a huge uh, part like. When someone asking me like, "Oh man, how do you develop uh, your skills for soloing?" and I'm like,
0: "Well," because like I listen to art, well,
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to all those guys, and I still listen to them from the very beginning. And uh, I, to me, taking a solo has been uh, always natural.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just part of it. You yeah, know, know, that's it's just kind of it's like, kind of yeah. what it is. And 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 what I will always say to uh, whoever is coming after me, younger, or, or, or a fellow, or whatever. is, you know, just do it. Yeah. It takes time, practice it, uh, sit down, work it out. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to live without saying this, you know, since if you you go sometimes on, on, on YouTube and, and watch videos of uh, educators explaining stuff, you know, go and learn, but at the same time, do your research because, I highly doubt that there is something out there that hasn't been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a guy can show you a group of three or a group of five and say, like, man, check this sticking I have. And then I go, yeah, that's cool, but you know that, that came out a long time ago in Gary Chafee's books? Yeah. Like, do you know who Gary Chafee is, for example? Do you yeah. know who Alan Dawson is? Yeah. You know, all those... Early educators, Jim Chapin, yeah. Fred Gruber, the, yeah, those uh, guys, Speedback, you know, this, there's, there's <laughs> none, none of, of that is new. How they, it's none new of that is new. new. Yeah, the thing is, and and I again applaud, applaud the guys that take it today and and explain it to to the new generation. What I feel maybe is we need to bring up a little bit uh, of the context. It's like okay, you know, this thing. Uh, I learned from here or there or try to find where does it come from. that i I believe gives a little bit more of strength to what you do when you when you can explain where does it come from originally, yeah, or at least you know where you learn it from and then you can connect the dots. like I took a hit one time in a video like it's uh, I, I'm not sh- sure if you've seen my videos with uh, Mino. Um, there, there are some videos out there. there
0: the minor promotional. The, yeah, videos. the minor promotional videos. I think videos. I might have seen the um, the found, one of the Foundry Reserve ones, or did you do one? No, no. I think but you I, took a the, video of like when you got them or something. For yeah, the
1: but uh, if you go on YouTube, uh, on their channel, I I went and produced like five videos with them a couple of years ago, okay. and they did pretty fine. But there's this video. They had an idea of doing uh, like a one minute quick lesson. And you know we're in the studio with all this pressure and, and they tell me like, do you have an idea, something you can teach us? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I explained it something pretty quickly. I was a little nervous. Yeah. It wasn't the best video and I'm still proud of it. But a lot of people start uh, uh, shunning their guns at me because it, they said I didn't mention Steve Gad mm-hmm. when I did that. And man, come on, quote Gad, Come on, he's got stuff. It was like some paradiddle it, thing, or something. Uh, no, it was it was like a double stroke thing between the hi hat and, and the snare.
0: I know oh, that, like fifty ways. I I, I know
1: I know <clears throat> that God does a lot of things like that. But here's the thing, He didn't invent it. My connection, my connection to God and, and God is is the God on the drums. Yeah, incredible. My connection to God is Wackl and Vini because I li- used to listen a lot to to these two. Dave Wackl and tell you. Yeah, and yeah, and they they, they come <laughs> from God and other people. Yeah, but I did not learn this from God. Yeah, and 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 I have a lot of And I do got stuff then I then I started researching and do more God stuff But well, it's
0: people just projecting what they like and, and
1: on you Yeah, you know, and, which is, and you know they but but <coughs> but at the same time I learn a lesson with that you know now When I'm going to I want to teach something I try to find as much context as possible. Yeah. To so avoid you don't leave kind anyone out. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I have to be completely honest. I didn't go like, let me learn this from God, then do it and take all the credit. I just said, no. hey, let me show you this thing and how you can do it. That, yeah. That was it. it yeah. I had a minute to say, it, and I took a, a hit. But then you know. Um, Juan Carlito Mendoza, the the, the guitar, uh, 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 the the drum of winner. We we are like great friends. And when he saw all of these, he texted me. He was like, Bro, chill out. Let them say whatever they want. Haters going to hate. Yeah. And they're (laughs) not seeing that you were giving them something for free to learn.
0: And they're complaining. So people. But they're just, it's, it's the same people that aren't out there grinding and doing the work. Exactly. It's the ones that are sitting at home. Just like finding something to complain about and finding <laughs> yeah. something to make them feel that make yeah. themselves feel important.
1: No, I learned something. <clears throat> I I watch plenty of stuff mm. online that I don't like. I don't say anything if I don't like it. I don't say anything. Yeah, I'm not, I just, I'm not a commenter. I, <laughs> I I only comment if I have something constructive and positive yeah. to say. Well, if you if don't if have not, anything
0: nice to say, don't say anything at all. People, not at all. no one is abiding by that, and everybody days.
1: feels like really entitled these days to yeah. just trash. Yeah your
0: work yeah and, Well, um, because they they do it behind a computer and that's they're they are never gonna say anything to your face uh, mm, ever yeah so and and they'd be crazy too yeah. it's like because then you can spit off like however many drummers and solos and whatever yeah. but what do you think about you know you were just saying just to kind of like i guess wrap it up a little bit what time have we got yeah um kind of new drummers that are not new drummers but drummers that have their stuff together that are doing something new like I noticed in the last few years like Mark Giuliana he's been like I man he's amazing amazing drummer but so interesting interesting to watch he's like a scientist playing the drums and I think it's really cool in his last album beat music Uh that he uh Like they're doing like the yellow jumpsuits, and I think I think it like it adds like a cool like spice to it, something interesting. How do you discover Mark? How did I discover Mark? So um, how did I discover Mark? Because I have something. So I was playing, I was playing at Rockwood Music Hall in uh in New York, and he his band came up right after my music so we we swapped wow and then i was taking my stuff off the kit my cymbals and stuff and he was putting his on and i like it was helping him out and whatever and i didn't really know who he was which is crazy yeah. and i i go up and i'm like oh i'll check these guys out they seem legit and then i'm watching him and i'm like literally as close as close to you yeah. know you are to me now and him playing drums i'm like what <laughs> the fuck is happening right now and my brain ex- nearly exploded yeah it was so cool man
1: and, and that's that's the greatest <clears throat> thing about uh, one of the greatest things is about being uh, here for me in this country i was able to meet all these idols and watch them play before yeah. that was only videos and, and recordings back home but it's interesting you mentioned mark because Mark did something to me, to my head. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> just, back. He does to a lot of yeah. people. I, I am back home. This is probably, it's got to be 2011 or 12, mm-hmm. something like that. I go to this jam session, and a friend of mine, piano player, his name is uh, uh, Holstein, and this other guy, drummer from my country, his name is Otoniel. They're great musicians, they said, like, man, have you checked this guy out? So they give me this, this uh, Abishai Cohen album called mm. Gently Disturbed. Mm-hmm. It's Abishai Cohen on, on bass, Shai Maestro on piano, and then Mark Julian on the drums. Mm. It's the first time I listened to this guy. So I, th- I listened to this album. It's kind of a... It's like contemporary jazz with classical mixed together with some odd time from the Middle East. And I went nuts. Listen, I had, you know, my big kid, in the studio, tear it all up down just oh, to yeah. set up like Juliana and try to figure out what the heck. Oh, yeah. Kick, he was snare, doing. floor tom, yeah, like stuff couple like symbols. That. You, you see, like what he did with it, with it, the big fur last year, everybody yeah, yeah, with yeah. the bigger, big kids, and he's just with a kick, floor tom, and a crash. Yeah, just crushing. And crushing it. You know, that impacted me really quickly. And what I love about guys like Mark, mm. guys like. Nate Wood, mm-hmm. guys like uh like Dave, Zach, King, Zach so, yeah. Dave King, Zach Dave King, and a couple more new new guys, for, right? Yeah, new yeah. guys in the scene, but they they've been doing it for yeah a for time. a long time. These guys, <clears throat> they, I, I like I like this expression, uh, and that was Vinnie that says, they said this this uh, year earlier in Nam show. He said like. You play like you don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so this that. these guys play just like that. And I, I love that. I love that. So I, I will say I've been I've seen Mark uh, several times, but the craziest day for me was a double bill they had in, at the Sinclair. It was the Donnie McCashlin Quintet and and uh knee body. Mm. So Nate Wood is playing drums with Kneebody. Mark Juliana is playing drums with uh Donnie McCashling. But then Nate Wood is playing bass with with Donny McCashley as well. Wow. Nate Wood is crazy, <laughs> and and they had that's a awesome. double drum thing in the show, and that's the first time I saw uh, Nate Wood playing live. And and these guys always, w- when I feel a little lost, mm-hmm. these guys remind me why I do this. Like the, yeah. you know their passion and and their commitment to what they do.
0: It just shows so you like, what's possible.
1: Yeah. Exactly, and and they show you that, exactly, the possibilities are endless. But then, here's what really uh, I admire more from all these uh, current guys. If you see uh, the internet and the new drummers and the Instagram and the YouTube and everybody is crushing it, 100,000 followers, blah, 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 blah. But then these guys that are doing you know, the real deal out there, they still have the same heroes we all have. Oh, yeah. Everybody, when, when, it's like when Vinnie walks in a room, everybody's, oh my God, it's so funny because there was a concert earlier this year or last year, I don't remember, and Harvey, Hancock was playing, Mm. and Vinnie was playing drums. Mm. And all these guys, like Mark, Juliana, and several others, were Vinnie, Vinnie, the gold, Vinnie, Vinnie. So you see these guys, they go back again to the same guys. And then you go to Vinnie, for example, and, and, and then he says Tony Williams. Yeah. Billy Coven. Joe Jones. You know, Joe All these other guys. And 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 that really tells you, like, you know, there are still people who appreciate where the instrument uh came from the pioneers the the innovators they they did their homework, and that I forgot to to talk about that earlier, but that was actually one of the main things where i where why I decided to really focus my studies at Berkeley when I was like the performance studies focused a lot on jazz because I really wanted to learn the history of my instrument. Mm to give it a little bit a little bit more of relevance to what I play today. Yeah. Because one of the things I like about these improvisers of these days, they all have some kind of jazz foundation. Right. And with this I'm not saying that jazz is superior than rock or than pub. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about history. Mm-hmm. Because history gives 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 context to what you do. Right. If you go and study maybe you fall in love with that and then you do it. Maybe, you. well, yeah, it's not my thing, but I, I understand it. Yeah. Then what I play. It, it but the jazz level. stuff,
0: even on a, like a physical, actual technical level, will will get your coordination together. Oh, man. Unlike any yeah. other of this stuff. B-
1: because for me, I, I mm. came up, I was attracted to the drums by fusion players at the beginning. You know, right. Like I said, Weckovini.
0: Did you ever listen yeah. to Lenny White a lot with, with uh, Return of Forever? Because he said
1: I listened to Lenny White later on here. Okay. Yeah, I learned gotcha. about Lenny here. I learned a lot about other drummers here. And yeah, that's okay. one of the greatest things that's you know, cool. to be able to share culture with these yeah. guys here. It's like you move
0: to this new place. Here's all this new stuff. And I was like, oh my God. That's yeah. Awesome.
1: So, you know, I come from that uh, fusion. Late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, Vini, like I said, and I started mimicking, trying to play what they play, and I found myself in a place where, where wow, this is cool, but mm-hmm. I don't get it. Where does it come
0: from? Where does it come from?
1: See, I I always, where does it come from? And I was really fortunate to meet a couple of guys down in my country. There is this drummer. His name, you have to check him out. Uh, I'll send it to you later. His yeah. name is Guy Fromata, He's from my country. Is probably, to, to me, is the top guy down there. Okay. And he's got his stuff together musically and play If you see I'll him play, you will understand what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. But he got me hip to all this music. Before man. I before I came here, you know, I'm like, man, yeah, I play jazz. And I show him Weckel and Vinny like, no, no, no this, this is more confusion. <laughs> yeah, stuff. check this out. And then he, he point me to straight-ahead jazz drummers. Check out Tony Williams. Check out. And then uh with modern guys check out uh, Bill Stewart, check out Brian Blade. And you know, he's the guy Brian Blade, yeah. Yeah. And he you go to his uh uh apartment in the DR and he's got this record collection mm-hmm. that you can touch it and feel it. It's there. Oh, like, yeah all the Miles Davis recordings. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. And It's like when you walk into all. like
0: Quest love's house and you see yeah. all this you know so so crazy.
1: he he <clears throat> played and he still to this day we we chat every day. Uh, he's he's one of my biggest mentors in that way because he always uh, Helped me to understand things he, because he he studied here He came to the States in the late 80s, and you know, he was like buddies with with Jojo Mayer Oh, yes, yeah. and so they went to school together. So, mm-hmm. you know, he used to play for uh, Lenny Stern Mike Stern's uh, wife.
0: Oh, wow! yeah, yeah
1: you know, he He's pretty well known, and then he he went back to my country, and he's doing all the sessions, and he played with the big artists. And uh, do you ever see yourself going back? To, and uh, not to leave, or really, I yeah. I want to do my career here and expand it, but I always like to go from time to time, do master classes, clinics, yeah.
0: play. Do you ever see fi- some of my family? Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Do you ever find um, with your visa? Is it hard for you to go out and play? here or is uh, that something you're supposed to do
1: well no like uh, right now uh, so what you do is after you're done with school uh they give you a practical training for a year and then oh. you apply for for the artist visa and i'm in that uh, process right now gotcha. with the artist visa thing then when that is sorted out there's no problem and yeah no, things are a little harder these days with, yeah. with yeah. the new administration, the, the climate, <laughs> yeah, the climate and everything. But uh, you know, like it's it's just another
0: yeah, another obstacle stone that you have that you just, have to figure yeah, out.
1: For me, man, you just do it. Well, I'm sure you know about Antonio Sanchez, for example. Of uh, course, yeah. He he struggled crazy. He's you know, and and. See where he is today, yeah. And he's one of my biggest examples too, because he's he's a Latino, and then he comes here and struggles, and and he's doing his thing, and, and he's an amazing drummer. And and when you see somebody that can do like a a score of a movie yeah. just with drums, and <clears throat> and, it's and like they invite you to play that score at, at theater, the drums, the script, and you. It's incredible. Isn't that crazy? It's incredible. So tell me what is not possible
0: where there's a will, there's a way.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and then, and you know, like I said earlier, if I feel lost, I look at these guys Yeah, and I go like, no, it's possible. Just, yeah. just keep doing. It. So that's, that's what I, I I look at. I aspire to be able to do my thing. Like these guys I'm not trying to do their thing. I'm trying to do my thing at their level.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's it You know where can the people see you play? Uh, other than other than on your Instagram or YouTube well, you or know, what? sometimes I play live in person Uh live in person
1: uh, In uh, right now in town. Most of the clubs are the lily pad uh, the, 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 v- the V hive and Sometimes I play around Berkeley and you just have to you know, if you keep up with my socials Every time I will play and it's open to the public. I'll just post it. Yeah, cool. there. Uh, I am trying to Release like I said next month my album. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to hear that. Keep it keep it uh, uh, rolling and I uh, I expect to do a lot of uh, live performances when it I have it out and And that's one of the things, you know having your album out open certain doors you just don't go to people like hey so I'm a drummer and I have a band you want to hire me to-? No yeah. is, so here's my album yeah check it out check it out if you like it so I'm trying to make a lot of connections for that you know it's awesome Au revoir. Thank you for inviting
0: me. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm glad Cra- we made it happen. Crazy
1: conversation. Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. great. Um, you got to say your full name because I my stupid yeah, yeah. accent can't do it justice. No so. <laughs>
1: problem. It's Blade
0: Guigny. It's more of a B at the front. Yeah, yeah. Mblade. M-
1: yeah, Mblade Gwikny. Yes.
0: Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, we'll see you next week. Next week, I'm going to have... Uh, that's a surprise. I'm gonna keep it a surprise. So that's that's that. And um, hopefully, I'll see you at the shows this weekend and at the last show, Carbon League shows of the year next weekend. Please remember to check out the Patreon patreon.com slash after the gig if you have any questions or you have uh, anything to say to me uh, <laughs> email after the gig pod at gmail.com again it's after the gig pod at gmail dec- com, and I like to get emails from you so and uh, remember patreon people send in your questions if you have questions um, probably going to be doing some some podcasting these next couple of weekends so if you have anything uh you might want to send it along all right thanks everybody see you next week rock on peace